Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 10 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons, and wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month, month. It's the first of the month, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to November. Welcome to a new month, new opportunity. Uh, you get, you got a whole month. You got two months left in 2018. You know, you finish strong. You seize this month. You seize December. You close out 2018 the right way and get ready for 2019. You dig? Uh, you know, time is very limited and we don't have enough of it, honestly. So, you know, you make the most of what you can do and uh, just make the most of your time, everybody. You know, you know, whether you're going to work, you're going to school or you're trying to get there, you know, it, it don't matter. You feel me? Uh, just whatever you're doing, try to be as positive and productive as possible. All right. And that's my TED talk. But uh, <laughs> but um, welcome. A lot has happened since the last time we spoke uh, the. Boston Red Sox, the World Series champions. The NFL trade deadline has come and gone. And a lot's been going on in the NFL. And we're, you know, we're dead in the middle now. We're about to get into week nine. Very excited about week nine. Got a lot of big games coming up this weekend. Can't wait to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about Rodgers and Brady, of course. Oh, goodness. Are we going to talk about the Packers and the Rams game this past Sunday? Sheesh. Um, yeah, we've got a lot to get into. College football is heating up. Uh, the playoff race is, is coming down now. It's coming down to it. Definitely going to talk about the big college games this weekend. So let's get right to it. Okay, let's start off, you know, with the Packers and the Rams game. Great football game. I enjoyed the game. Uh, first of all, the Packers defense, they show it up Sunday. They showed up Sunday against arguably, you know, the best offense in football, best team in football, to be honest with you. Um, they showed up and the front, the front, the front line, they showed up that they were they were in golf's face. Clay had a great game, no flags, and they did what they could do. In that first half, they did what they could do. The back half played, they played well. Jair, Jair Alexander is a star, okay? That kid is great, okay? Be on the lookout for him. That boy is the truth. He's playing some good defense on Sunday, strapping uh, those Rams receivers up. And, um, you know, it's just like when your defense is clicking like that, right, your offense has to be as well. Your offense has to be as well because the defense is doing a great job keeping the other team's offense off the field. That means your offense has to capitalize. Packers only left that first half with 10 points. That's unacceptable when you're playing a team like the Rams. When playing a team like the Rams, you have to score six on every drive that you have. Or you have to you have to get points. You cannot have any empty possessions. And the Packers started that that offense, that first drive they had started off nice. They put up 10 points in the first half. They I'll tell you what. Before I get you in, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna hold off on what I was about to say. Like I was saying. You know, you got to score. And they gave up a safety. That wasn't good. And then, you know, the Rams, they ended up, they put up eight points in the first half. So it's 10-8 at halftime. It's 10-8 at halftime, and you got a defense that that's doing everything it can. Not not a very good defense. We know they're not, they, do not, they do not have a very good defense. And they did all they could do, right? So you would think the offense would re- re- reward them with, you know, points. They couldn't do that. Couldn't. So, you know, then it, it turns to a dogfight. fight. turns to a dog fight. 
And now, you know, the Rams are getting hot. Todd Gurley's getting hot. You know, you, you kind of bottled him up in the first half, but now he's getting his carries and he's, he's breaking them off. And, you know, it's now it's a battle. It's a dogfight now. Now your, off, your offense has to step up. And Devontae Adams had a big game, great game. Rodgers, Rodgers did his thing. Aaron Jones did his thing. But, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, you, you got to be you got to click at the same time. and You got to click for four quarters. They didn't play. They didn't play four quarters of football. Their offense didn't play good four good quarters of football. Now, I don't even I don't even know how to get into this. Whew. Tom Montgomery. Tom Montgomery. Mm-hmm. So the Green Bay Packers are down 29-27, right? 29-27, 2.05 left on the clock, all right? We've been watching Aaron Rodgers and his two-minute drill all his career, but specifically this season, he has been on fire, all right, in clutch time, per usual, but anybody in that stadium or anybody watching that game knew what was about to happen. They knew it was about to happen. We all knew. It's 29-27. Packers are either about to win 30-29 to or they're going to score six and win. That's, that's, it was going to be either Mason Crosby or Aaron Rodgers and company getting the end zone. Okay. That's how that game was going to end. I don't care. I don't care. The, Red, the Rams defense had not seen a quarterback like that this year, and they didn't have an answer. They didn't, they, and they weren't going to have an answer in that, in that, in that moment in time. They weren't going to have an answer. <sighs> okay. So, 2.05 on the clock, they, they kicked the ball off. Let me tell you how, how normal and, you know, how routine this should have went. When that happened, I was looking at my phone. I wasn't even looking at the TV. I looked up and saw a crowd of blue and yellow jerseys and said, what just happened? And then they showed a replay. I said, no way. No way did that happen. Tom Montgomery decided to take the ball deep out of the end zone. Deep out of the end zone. It's 2.05 on the clock. Right. Why are you taking the ball out? Why are you playing hero ball when the damn hero is on the sideline about to hit the field? Why? Why? Why take that out? Why even chance that opportunity wasting away? Why would you do that to your quarterback? How selfish is that? How selfish is that? And, and you know, when it happened, I was like, oh, he has to go. He has to go. With, without even knowing, you know, when the reports came out, what happened prior to that, without even knowing that, just football, not football IQ, that has, no, you have to go. No way you do that. And, the, and, one of the, and arguably the most crucial game of their season, that's what you do? Against the best team in football? Packers had a chance to put a stain on the best team in football's record. And they and, and you wasted that away. Wasted that away in this five game stretch. That was the most important game. And they wasted that away because of Tom Montgomery. Hmm. What is what does that say about you as an, a football player? What does that say? Where's your head at? Where's your head at? And you know, 12 was hot, rightfully so. Everybody on the sideline was hot. And then you know. Reports come out that he basically had an attitude prior to that and decided that he was going to take it out anyway after they already told him to take a knee. Okay, so you disobey your coaches and you, you cost them the game. I <laughs> Shoot, he might have fumbled on purpose. 
Might have fumbled on purpose. That would be sick. But, hey, hey, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. And, you know, the Packers will go to lose the game. And it's just crazy. It's crazy, but they got him out of there. They traded him to the Baltimore Ravens for a bag of chips and a Little Caesars pizza, a.k.a. a seventh-round 2020 draft pick. Uh, that's what he deserves. I've been saying Montgomery should have been gone. They got A.J., Aaron Jones, and they got Jamal Williams. It, it, he wasn't in, uh, His role was already diminished, and that right there was just the icing on the cake. Um, so, you know, I feel bad for the Packers. feel bad for their fans. And uh, I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. He deserves better. 12, you deserve better, King. You really do. But uh, so, yeah, that's that. Oh, I will say this before I wrap this up. Whoever goes to, granted, you know, the playoffs run through L.A. and NFC, whoever goes there will be just right fine at home. Bro, the Green Bay Packers fans took over L.A. Whoever goes there will be right at home. And if the Packers go back there in January, oh, it's going to be a problem. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I got for that. So the uh, NFL trade deadline was uh, Tuesday, and it was a slow day. You know, it was a slow day, slow start to the day, and uh, I was I was honestly bored. You know, I kept in a uh, group message. I was like, bro, it's like, you know, the NFL, the NBA trade deadline is a mess. Like, it's a mess, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, it, it draws excitement and, you know, all the speculation and everything. I was like, bro, the NFL is just real boring. And then, then it got hot. Got hot. The closer we got to the deadline, the hotter it got. Uh, five trades were made <clears throat> right before the trade deadline. The Broncos traded wide receiver Demarius Thomas to the Texans for a, a fourth-round pick in 2019 and a swap of seventh-round picks. Now, when you look at this, you know, the first thing everybody referred to was the uh, the Cowboys giving a first-round pick to Amari, for Amari Cooper. And it's like, you know, a lot of these guys were traded yesterday for almost like next to nothing. You know, no first-round picks, just, you know, third, fourth, seventh. You know, nothing that I would lose sleep over as like uh, anybody in management. Uh, Golden Tate got traded to the Eagles for a 2019 third-round pick. Uh, Dante Fowler, oh my goodness, was traded to the Rams. For a 2019 third-round pick and a 2019 uh, fifth-round pick. 2020 fifth-round pick, excuse me. Man, they let Fowler go to the Rams. I don't understand why. They just, I don't understand. Then the Packers uh, got involved uh, and made two trades. They traded Ty Montgomery to the Baltimore Ravens for a 2020 Seventh round pick, so that's clearly how they felt about him. Get, just leave, <laughs> leave. Um, and then they traded uh, safety, ha ha, clean dicks to the Redskins for a 2019 fourth round pick. Um, you know, it, the ha ha trade was the most interesting trade out of, uh, and I wouldn't say the most surprising, but the most that you know gave me something to think about. You know, haha, he's been playing good football, but not his best football this season. Um, you know, and it's just like it's his contract year, and the Packers knew they weren't gonna pay him. So you know you're not gonna pay a player, you know, why not send them send them off and get something in return? 
But I thought, you know, a safety of his caliber, Ben is, you know, he's he's young and he's a good safety. I thought they could have gotten more, but uh, I guess fourth round is enough. And yeah, I mean, it's it's a business at the end of the day. You know, you get you get your your favorite players on your teams. You know, as a fan, and you know, you're sad to see your favorite players your favorite players go. But it's a business at the end of the day. You know, it's a business, and you know that's that's what you sign up for. You never know. You never know. And you know how the other night. I was on Instagram. It's about three in the morning because I don't sleep. It's about three in the morning, and you know I was on the following section of IG, just you know bored. Nobody's seeing what everybody's doing. Who up? And, you know, and uh, I saw Ha Ha Clinton, somebody like a Redskins fans fan page had uh, commented, uh, "Come to come to DC," and he liked the comment and look where he is. I just thought that was interesting, but uh, yeah, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. But you know, now it's a wrap, and uh, oh. Speaking of trade deadlines, um, I, uh, to shout out to the fantasy group, the fantasy group message. You know, I know you guys are listening. Uh, our uh, trade deadline is November the eighth. Once again, that is November the eighth. Uh, be on the lookout for that because I'm sure that will be a mess. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what happened. Trade deadline is coming and gone, and you know now you're where you're at. Oh, the Seahawks did drop Brandon Marshall. I think that'll be it. I don't see him getting picked up. And Des Bryant has not played football. He's still a free agent. And Le'Veon's not going away because they can't trade him. And, you know, hey, it is what it is. So this Sunday, we have Rodgers versus Brady Part 2. These quarterbacks rarely play each other, but when they do, you know, we all have to make a scene. We have to make a spectacle. It's 12 versus 12. It's GOAT versus GOAT. It's stats, rings, talent. All of that is involved in this. Uh, you know, this is the debate that I like to get into. I like, you know, you guys know I'm a big Rodgers guy. You know, I respect Brady, but, you know, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen in my own two eyes. Uh, we can, you know, I want to start this off with uh, quotes from both of the quarterbacks as they uh, have been talking to the media this week before their big matchup on Sunday Night Football. Uh, hold on. Excuse me. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. I'm not prepared. You guys know I do this on the fly. It's just like that. Hold on. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Sheesh. So, Tom Brady says, referring to Aaron Rodgers, if he were a Patriot, he'd throw for 7,000 yards every year. He's so much more talent, talented than me. Boy, if that isn't the truth. When you think about it, when it comes down to pure raw talent at the quarterback position, Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. You know, rings aside, it, it's the truth. Rodgers makes throws that Brady dreams of making. I've never seen Brady throw Hail Marys like this. I've never seen Brady throw on a run, going the opposite direction, throwing across the butt. Listen, Rodgers is mobile, and, you know, hey, it's facts. Check the tape. What, what Cardi B say? Pull up the footages. You heard her. Watch that. Uh, and then Bre- uh, Rogers would say he's got five championships. I think that ends most discussions. And Rogers on Tom Brady. These guys are having a nice off. Like you know, who loves more who? And I'm not buying any of it. I really believe that both of them want to tear each other apart this Sunday. Honestly, I hope that the Packers and the Patriots just run empty backfield every play. 
and I hope that Brady and Rodgers combine for 150 attempts. Uh, I just want to see them sling it. I just want to see him sling it. I want Rodgers to have go for 40 for 65 and Brady go for like 45 of seven. Bro, just sling it. Let's just do it. Why not? And let's see who stands at the end of four quarters. That's what I want, a gunslinging fest, like Red Dead Redemption 2. Just sling it. That's all I want to see. Sling it. I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, Rogers won the first one a couple years back, and um, that was in Green Bay this time. They go up to Foxborough and, you know, two different teams, but same two gentlemen at, under the center, 12 versus 12. I'm excited for it, and um, – I'm glad it's on primetime. I'm glad. I'm upset we don't get this matchup like how we used to get uh, Manning and Brady. I, I feel like this is one of those marquee matchups that, you know, it's rare. And, you know, we would only see it other than regular season in the Super Bowl. And I really would like to see that in the Super Bowl. I think we, we it's long overdue and we deserve it. But if we don't get it, we'll get it this Sunday night. Uh, you guys know I'll pick the game, but I won't pick it right now. Um, I'm not even going to do the debate. I'm not even going to do it. You know, I'm not going to do the numbers and you know, if, if Rogers was here or if Brady wasn't, I'm not going to do all that. I've done it before. I've done it too many times at this point. I just want to see the boys on the field. Let's do it on the field. Let's talk Sunday. We'll talk about it on Sunday, you know, Sunday night football, primetime. Hey, put the pads on. Let's get to it. But, uh, yeah, you know, Rogers versus Brady too. Everybody tune in. I'm excited. I know you are. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's week nine in the NFL, so you know what that means. It's time to get some picks in. It's time for the pick four, the four for four. Pull up to the door. Let me get that four for four. You already know what's going on. It's the pick four. You feel me? want to pick four games out of the slate of games this weekend, and then, yeah, you know how to go. Okay, we got a division matchup. The Steelers go to Baltimore for their for their second matchup of the year, it's their last one of the season. And I think the Ravens are going to get the brooms out. I think the Ravens are going to get the brooms out and sweep the Steelers. Uh, they're going to go for the sweep. Then they're going to bounce back from their big L against the Panthers. And, you know, I think the Ravens bounce back this week against their division rivals at home. Ravens come out of that one. Uh, who else do we have this weekend? Uh, oh, the Rams and the Saints, 425. That's the... Uh, that's before we get to the main event. Uh, that's going to be a great game. In New Orleans, mm, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say Drew Brees and the Saints ruined the, the Rams' perfect season. It's going to be a shootout, though. It's definitely going to be a shootout, and uh, I'm excited to see that. But I think Drew Brees and the Saints, they beat the Rams this weekend. Uh, who else do we have that's going to be interesting? Hmm. The Falcons and the Redskins. Redskins just got high Clinton. Uh, the red, they're rolling, you know, number one in the East and hey man, I don't know. They're at home. Then the Redskins can beat the Falcons. I do. I think their defense just a tad better, a tad bit better. And then finally the main event, the game that we've all been waiting for Green Bay versus New England. It's, it's up in Foxborough. 820 is the kickoff time. Sunday night football. I think uh, Rogers and the boys bounce back from their two point loss against the Rams last weekend. I think, um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I don't see any. I mean, it's going to be some defense play, but it's going to be a shootout. I'm excited to see it. Uh, Sony Michelle's back. And, uh, hey, man, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. But I think the Packers go up there and they win. They bounce back and um, move on. To what, what was that be? What, four, three, and one? 
Yeah, that's yikes. That's gross. But yeah, so that's the pick four for this week. It's week nine, ladies and gentlemen. We've reached the past the midway point in the NFL season. So, you know, it's November now. It's November now, baby. You know, if you want it, you want it. You know, the uh the playoff the playoff picture is uh pretty murky right now. Halfway through the season. Uh to be more specific, if the season ended today, hold on. Let me get this, let me pull this up. Once again, uh hold. Let me pull this up. Let me see. Where did these guys? Okay, hold on. I'm getting used to this new iOS uh, update, ladies and gentlemen. I had to get back to the details of the fantasy GM because I threw this in there. Where is it? I'm so sorry. All right, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. So, if the uh, season ended today, the playoff picture looks like uh, the Chiefs are seven and one, first place. The pa- the Pats are six and two, second place. The Steelers are third place, four two and one, and the uh the Texans five and three with the four seed, and the wild card teams five and two with the Chargers and five and three Bengals. Then in the NFC, the number one seed is eight and zero Char- uh excuse me, eight and zero Rams. Second place, the six and one uh Saints. Third place, the five and two Redskins, and the fourth place, Chicago Bears, the four and three. Wild card teams being the Panthers at five and two and the Seahawks at four and three. So you know, right now that's that's where it's at. And honestly, if the playoffs in the NFC, if the playoffs run through the Rams, whoever goes out to LA will not feel away. It it will feel like a home game. When I tell you that the Green Bay Packers fans took over LA, they really did. But I heard them on third downs. I heard them. I heard a go pack, go chant, move those chains, bro. That's not that's not okay for your team. And that's why I say, you know, these relocations are really, really tricky because, you know, you move to L.A., your fan base isn't, you know, that's not really football town, football country, especially coming from, you know, the Rams. Okay, cool. You're coming back to L.A., but it's different now. And, you know, San Diego, they can barely fill up their stadium. And then the Raiders are about to leave and go to Vegas. Look, it's all a mess. But uh, if the playoffs run through L.A., it's going to be spooky for whoever you know, it's going to be spooky for the Rams. But, you know, whoever comes out there, it's not going to feel like a home game. It's going to be neutral. But, um, I mean, an away game, excuse me. But, yeah, you know, let's pick four for this week. I'm excited. Yes, indeed. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk a little college football. First, let's take a look at the uh, standings. Currently, the top six teams are Alabama at 8-0, Clemson at 8-0. Uh, Notre Dame at eight and zero, LSU at seven and one, Michigan at seven and one, and Georgia at seven and one. Now this weekend is going to be very interesting. Uh, Michigan plays Penn State at the Big House, and we got LSU taking on Alabama. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't see Alabama winning. This, I mean, well, excuse me, I don't see LSU winning this ball game. I got uh, Alabama beating LSU with ease. I think it'll be a good game at first, but Alabama's going to get that dub. And I also see Michigan getting past Penn State. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to, you know, take a trip with me into the future. I want you all to see what's about to happen in college football. I want you all, I want to try to sell you on something, the future. I'm going to play the role of Raven Baxter. Call this that so Raven. Hold on. I'm having a vision.
Michigan will beat Penn State. <laughs> then they will go on. Hold, excuse me. Hold on. Who do they, they play Indiana and Rutgers after Penn State. <laughs> they're going to beat them. And then when they finish the season in Ohio State, they're going to beat them as well. Michigan's going to finish with the four seed, probably, because you know how AP is. And we already know who's going to be at number one, Alabama. Going down to Alabama. And Bama going to go down. Bama going to go down. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Alabama ain't played no defense like this. Number one defense in the country, if you want to talk about it. Listen, man. Michigan ain't give up. They haven't given up over 25 points. They only gave up 24. That's the most points they've given up. Alabama ain't played no defense like this. Alabama hasn't been tested. No tests. They haven't been tested. No tests. They show up to class. They don't even take notes. They just play on their phones in class. They ain't got no tests. That the uh, uh, attendance not even required, you know. But Michigan, you know, we got all the tests. Oh, you know, Michigan, they got to go to class. They got to study hard. They got to study hard. They get tested every other week. Pop quizzes every other week. Alabama just been skating through. They just been skating, but it's okay. Cause when they get the, when they end up with their one seed, Michigan at their four, they gonna get the test they was looking for. They gonna get a final exam, and boy, they're not gonna pass it. They're not going to pass it. This is the future, ladies and gentlemen. Remember who said it first. On November November 1st, I told you, Michigan wins out, beats Alabama, and Harbs gets his natty. Trust me. I'm not lying. I wouldn't lie to you. My voice is getting high because I'm not lying. It's facts. Facts. Okay? Shea Pat, Devin Bush, 222, hit boy, listen. Trying to tell you. Remember I said this, all right? Michigan. Michigan. Go blue, all right? Just let y'all know. It's going to happen. Y'all don't believe me? Watch. And when it's all over, I want you to go back and watch the footages. Watch the footages. Yo, Cardi B got me saying footages. I'm, I'm sorry. But, but yeah, other than that, you know, college football this weekend, you know, it's the two big games I'll be looking for is Michigan State. Oh, excuse me, Michigan and Penn State. LSU and Alabama, that's prime time. So, uh, you know, college football's, you know, it's getting close. And speaking of the college football playoffs, I really think a discussion should be had about opening it up to more than uh, four teams. I think the top six should go to the playoffs. Um, I think that's how it should go. Maybe, maybe six or eight, if you want to. Listen, I really don't think it should be the top four teams. I feel like there are some other good teams that, you know, just missed the cut. That should be in there. And, um, yeah, that's how I feel about that. But we'll, I'll, I'll get into that more as we get near the college football playoffs. But, uh, you know, hey, Michigan's coming. Michigan is coming. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let me apologize. We talked football for basically the whole episode. You know, I want to talk your head off. Uh I guess congratulations are in order for the Boston Red Sox for coming uh, World Series champs in five games. Like I said, you know, the Red Sox, they, they were just too much. You know, after the first game, I said, before the first game, you know, I, I picked the Dodgers to win it all. But the, but the Dodgers had played perfect baseball, and they couldn't do that. The Red Sox had too much firepower. Um, also, as far as the Dodgers go, I don't see Manny staying. I think he's going to go to, uh, to New York, to the Yankees, to get that bag. I really do. They're just going to put a briefcase in front of him. Man, they ain't going to tell him what's in there. He's just going to open it. It's going to be 300 M's in there waiting for him. Ain't, ain't that right? Yes, it is. 
um, they're gonna pay that young man, and and you know he he gonna he gonna go play for the Yankees, and you know wouldn't be surprised if we see the Yankees and the Red Sox again in October next year. But this time the Yankees coming out on top, but that's none of my business. Um, you know, and speaking of the Red Sox, I don't understand their obsession with the Yankees. Honestly, it's it's a bit weird. Um, and I'm not even a Yankees fan, but they playing New York, New York after they won the World Series. That's the song y'all choose to play. Y'all didn't even beat the Yankees. Y'all like why y'all so stuck? Get over yourself. Ugh, I hate the I hate the Red Sox. Ugh, I hate the Yankees. I just their fans are so disgusting to me, and they are. Um, but that's that's that on that. Um, a shout out D Rose. He dropped fifty last night. I don't know what year it is, but okay, that's cool. Uh, they beat the Jazz, and it was a good game. He was crying after the game and everything. You, ooh, I understand, bro. That's 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 big. I understand. Great. Um, but but I think that's it. You know, I think that's all. I think that's all I have for you. If I miss anything, that's on me. You know, we'll talk about it next week. But uh, this was episode ten. So clap, clap it up for high clap for episode ten. You know, ten digits in now. We're in November. Uh, two digits. Uh, I'm excited. You know, thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and supporting the boy. Um, like I said, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you think, I'm there. You dig. Um, also, follow the, uh, the Twitter account, Electrify, at Electrify Pod. Also, when you see me tweet the drops and you see me retweet them, retweet and like them as well. Tired of folks, you know, just, just watching that go by. You know, I'm tired of folks. Just letting that sit there, you feel me? I shouldn't have five retweets on my show. I'm just, I need to get my numbers up. All right, gotta get, gotta try and get to this bag, you dig? No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Just keep listening, you feel me? Just keep listening to the boy. I, I promise, you know, I got more coming. Um, so yeah, this was episode ten. We we'll back same time next week for episode eleven. And uh, once again, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.